on both the business and personal fronts, your finances, relationship, and workload are depending on you to prioritize your mental well-being. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money, because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad that you are here with me today. Before we get into today's episode, I've got a question for you. Do you work as an entrepreneur or small business owner? If so, is it stressful at times? I bet it is. And I bet that there are times when the reality of running a business doesn't match with what you might have expected it to be. And with this mismatch comes a degree of stress. And some of that is inevitable. But the question is, how do you manage that stress? Because how you manage this stress is a powerful choice. And so too is how you price, which can be an incredible tool for managing this stress. We are now more than halfway through Q2 and rolling rather quickly to the end of the half year mark. And so now might be a really good time to review your pricing. So here's an invitation to join us for the next Pricing Made Human Masterclass, which is on Thursday, June 8th at 4 p.m. Eastern. It is by Zoom, and you can RSVP and learn more by going to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Now onto today's show. When it comes to mental health, the stats are not encouraging for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are 30% more likely to experience depression than non-entrepreneurs. And the source for that is Harvard Business Review. Entrepreneurs are three times more likely to suffer from anxiety, stress, and fear than non-entrepreneurs. That comes from Dr. Michael Freeman, as do the next two stats that I'm about to share. Entrepreneurs are three times more likely to suffer from substance abuse, and 72% of entrepreneurs suffer from one or more mental health issues. I don't know about you, but I find those stats jaw-dropping. I am recording this episode in May, and as you may know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Recently, I had the awesome pleasure and privilege of appearing on Way Up with Angela Yee on iHeartRadio to talk about mental health and entrepreneurship. Angela, Stacey Tisdale, and I, we had a great conversation about a topic that can actually be quite heavy, particularly given the stats that I've just shared. And in case you might be interested in checking out the segment, I will make sure that we include a link to Way Up with Angela Yee's YouTube channel. But before we move further into today's podcast episode, 
which may be controversial for some, I want to reiterate something that I said during the segment with Angela and Stacy. I am not a psychiatrist, nor am I a psychologist or a therapist. So if you are dealing with depression, a degree of stress that is all consuming or suffering from burnout, please seek professional help. And if today's episode triggers you in any way, that may be a sign that it's time for professional help. So again, please seek it if you need it. As entrepreneurs, you are managing the stresses of life in general alongside the stresses of running and growing a sustainable business. And you are doing this on the daily. And when you are running a business, there is doing the work that you do. And then there is managing the business of what it is that you do. And you are constantly juggling many roles and responsibilities along with the intended expectations, those that you have of yourself and those that others have of you. So for example, you are responsible for the finances, sales, revenue, profitability, taxes, and managing expenses. You are responsible for managing several relationships, right? Your employees and your consultants, your vendors, your prospects, your clients, your customers, industry colleagues and peers, and possibly investors. You are responsible for your workload. That includes the actual work of what it is that you do, plus the work of running the business, including marketing and business development, operations, and adhering to industry standards and regulations if, we, if required, and deadlines. There are always deadlines. And guess what? These very same domains they are present in your personal life too. You are responsible for the finances or your portion thereof when it comes to earning, saving, investing, spending, and managing debt if applicable. You are responsible for managing several relationships, family, friends, and community. Think of anyone that is depending on you, be it financially or for your time or both. And you are responsible for your workload. I don't care if you're single, if you're married, if you're married with children, if you're married with children and, you, and you've got your parents with you too, it does not matter the makeup of your household. Managing a household is no joke. And whether it's your business or your life, there is always an element of time pressure. You know, that feeling of not having enough time to get everything done. So stress is an inevitable part of life and business. And if you have been on this podcast journey with me for a while, you hear me talk about the intersection of money, business, and life all the time. And one of the reasons is because I truly don't see how you can unwind this Venn diagram, especially when it comes to stress. Your business not only has to address the stresses of the business, but it also must be in a position to address the stresses of your personal life too. And all hell breaks loose when you can't do both well. Thus, the more years I work as an entrepreneur myself and work with entrepreneurs and small business owners as clients, the more convinced I am becoming 
that the way you price can help to manage some of the stresses that you bump up against. Think about this for a moment. When you audit the multitude of ways in which stress is manifesting itself in your business and in your life, how might more money or more time help? If you work seven days a week, what adjustments to your prices would allow you to work five days a week instead? What effect would even having one free day have on the quality of your relationships? Could it improve the quality of the decisions that you make, especially given that every decision you make carries a lot of weight? Now, look, I am not saying that your pricing alone can solve whatever is stressing you. You know, you can't, for example, just increase your prices and poof, all your stress be gone. But I am saying your pricing can certainly provide you the breathing room, the breathing room to rest, the breathing room to think more clearly, the breathing room to take action from a place of strength versus a place of depletion. And as I've said, including in the book Leapfrog by Natalie Molina Nino, underpricing yourself, that does even more damage to you emotionally and psychically than it does to your bottom line. And here's what's tricky. At times, the stress that you are experiencing is actually providing you with just the right amount of tension. You know, the tension that leads to breakthroughs, breakthroughs that help you to discover untapped potential, creativity, and innovation. Setting aside the stress that comes from grieving, because let me tell you, grief depression is a real doozy. But setting aside stress that comes from grieving or stress due to dealing with a health challenge or a chronic illness or stress that is pervasive and requires professional intervention, it is important to remember that not all stress is bad. The challenge becomes this, how do you know the difference between everyday stress that just simply comes with the territory versus stress that is overbearing and might lead to more than a failed business. The hard truth is only you have the answer to that. Only you and perhaps your mental health team know whether your mental health is optimal or not. But one thing is for sure, there is no denying the importance of proactively managing your mental well-being. Because on both the business and the personal fronts, your finances, relationships, and your workload, they are all depending on you to prioritize this area of your well-being too. So again, if you need help, please ask for it and see what kind of difference it can make. Well, that is it for today, folks. As always, thank you for listening all the way until the end, or if you are on YouTube for watching all the way to the end, I thank you for all of that. And before you hop, 
If today's episode sparked an aha or a reflection, I'd love to hear more. So please send me a DM on Instagram. If it did remind you that you need some help, please seek that as well. And remember, if tweaking your prices will help you do a better job of managing the stresses of life and business, then do join us for the next pricing masterclass. You can go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Once more, thank you for listening today. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review because we do read them. And if you are on YouTube, please leave a comment below there as well. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I'll be back with another episode. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.